Wait, what? Okay, go. <clears throat> Everything's recording? <clears throat> We're recording. Oh, God, I'm coughing. Welcome to the Cigar Hustlers Podcast, episode 286, where we bring you the latest news and insights from the world of premium cigars. In this episode, we dive into the big stories of the week. We Maple also Leaf. discuss the latest cigar releases, trends, and hot topics in the cigar world, and share our thoughts and opinions on everything cigar-related. The King Mike Stevankevich and Reverend BDP Mike Palmer are two dynamic individuals who co-host the Captivating Cigar Hustlers podcast. With their unique perspectives and vast knowledge on the cigar industry, they offer a truly engaging and insightful experience for cigar enthusiasts and novices alike. And me, I'm Phil, your cameraman. So grab your favorite smoke, sit back, and join us for another exciting episode of the Cigar Hustlers podcast. He would read just a little bit faster. Man, I was going. Wait. Nice shirts. Yeah, what about? Oh, well, yeah, we got these from our friends yeah. at Developing yeah, Palace. Those, yeah. those are nice. Everybody knows to just send two, Phil. Everybody knows we opened. I got one too. <laughs> oh, yours is green. What do you think, I'm Bob? not familiar with the green uh, Under Armour one, but they right, have. man, these guys are really like they're ballers. Yeah, I'm they're spending they're ballers. some money, huh? I had no idea that you were so special. I know, right? They like, should have sent you guys two Under Armour ones, like extra chromosome yeah. special. Can I have camera one, please? Camera one. Hey, hey, rack above. Better overhead garage rack storage above. with a rack above. Why must we damage our homes just to have overhead storage? A rack above is we don't need to anymore. The status quo, Michael, by we, developing a superior overhead storage system that will not harm your home, very or superior, damage your house or the trusses. That's true. Really comes with a forty-eight inch, forty-eight inch shelf that spans the width of your garage, keeping items within arm's reach, allowing you to ditch the ladder. Ditch it. A rack above will fit any size garage. Suspended telescopic legs go up and down stairs, around hot water heaters, between electrical boxes, and... The car. Car. Oh, over car. The car. The car. The car over the car. The car. A rack above is the last storage system you'll ever need. A rack above easily disassembles and reassembles at any garage. No matter where life takes you, a rack above can go with you. Call for pricing. 407-474-1214 or visit arackabove.com for pricing and purchasing. You know, what's really kind of funny is I was looking for my gi from back in the day when I would do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu at American Top Team. Yes. And I was like, oh, this will be easy. I can just kind of look real quick, scan oh, through. scan the boxes. Yeah. Just four feet above. Yeah, so I just kind of scan through them real quick right. instead of having to deal, go through 35 boxes or whatever. Right, and go up in the attic, dig around and everything. Yeah, and I threw it away. Oh. Well, it gone. probably wouldn't fit you now. I don't think so either. You're much bigger than you were back then. I, I wanted to see though. Oh, I just wanted to try. You could have cut the sleeves off and still used it. I think when I, I think I weighed in for a for like a grappling tournament at like 165 pounds or back something. Back then, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like one arm now. Yeah, there's no way of. Uh, I couldn't see 165 uh, pounds. Maybe the pants. Maybe. The pants would be 165 pounds? No, no, maybe the pants. Oh, as far as the width? Waist, but... You know, yeah, waist is probably, probably been, about mm, the same. Do they make yeah. big boy sizes? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they make big boy sizes. Oh, just the, curious. Yeah. Why, you want one? No, no, no. I was thinking, because you're going to need... Uh, I'm going to need a, a big husky, boy? A husky. I think I'm... You they think used I'm to call it a husky. husky. I don't think it's... Uh, it's not the biggest. I don't think I need the biggest. Oh. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Like a little husky, like the dog. Well, but for jujitsu and stuff, you want to be able to move. I know. No, not husky the dog. They used to be the size they used to put on Sears not, tough skins. I'm not doing it yet. Michael. Huskies. I'm not doing it just oh, yet. Oh, I thought you already started. No, I'm not doing it yet, Michael. Oh yeah, you can't. That's right. <laughs> so silly. I'm so silly. He can't. He can't do it yet. Why? He can't. 
Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> love of God. He doesn't you do that. You know the thing. He doesn't do that. No, no he's talking about no. Phil. Yeah, Phil, Phil does that. Phil. Phil's been taking I was jiu-jitsu. just looking, and I said, it's so nice it. to have a rack above, because I looked right. at my for Because you wanted to put that thing on and see if it still fit. Just out of uh, curiosity. Listen, listen. Enough is enough. We're calling Nicholas Melillo. What's crazy is you found it on the rack above. No, no. He no, threw it away. You weren't even paying attention. Not, oh, doing, yeah, I know. He does his own show. Yeah, he's just living in his own. Who are we calling? Nicholas Melillo. Oh, I know this guy. Hello, who Hel- is this? Hello? Uh-oh. Nicholas? It's two, it's two guys in New Hampshire. <laughs> oh, God. The, the number two. Hold on the number second. two show oh. in the podcast. I can't even hear you yet. Hold on a second. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. I redo. Hello? Hello? Is this you guys got me on the, you're trying to figure out how to get me on the podcast on the phone? Listen. We thought you were going to be in studio. I just want we you to know, we very seldom like to do a call-in on the podcast. We like to do, when we bring in our guests. Person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, Eduardo tricked me, is what happened. Your boy tricked me. Well, a trick. Unbelievable. He's like, yeah, I'll get him. Yeah, we can get him on, no problem. Sure, not a problem. I'll get him to come in. Yeah. And then, boom. Oh, my God. Come, come in by tricked phone. Mm-hmm. Have you harassed him since this time? No, no, it's, you know, the the harassment via, like, phone or Facebook just isn't as effective as in person. I figured I'd see him at PCA. Right. <laughs> okay. I, I won't warn him then. Yeah, yeah, keep it, no. yeah, keep it under wraps. One of those visits right, Michael makes to your booth where he just starts taking things. Yes. So, so how are you? How are you? I'm doing great. What are we live right now? No. I mean, yeah, it's oh. taped. It's taped. We tape it that way. If you uh, say anything that we feel like could hurt something you, something racist or something, we tape yeah, it something really dumb, then we'll cut it out. <laughs> so, are you guys in person or are you guys uh, on phone? Too? We're on in per- too? We're in person. We're in person. Uh, no, no, we're on yeah. phone too. Nicholas, <laughs> you've done this yeah. podcast before, buddy. I know. Wasn't I one of the first in person? You were like a hundred years ago when you would actually go out and interact with the people. You know, do you remember those days? Now you not, he I, fell down. I, I don't interact with people. Now you never interact. Make it a drink. People. Now you've built this fortified uh, office that is built for the zombie apocalypse. You know now. Now I'm building a. Um, a place so people can come visit me. Oh, is that oh, how that works? Oh. You mean, you, Road trip. I mean, Mike, Mike, you should know this. Is it, It's an interesting thing because customers are at their shops, right? You have your shop, but you have a brand too, so you, you kind of get it. Um, yeah. But people come to your shop. They do. You're in one place. Yes. Us as brand owners, we got to go to the whole country. Yeah. I mean, that's a... That's quite the, uh, it's quite the escapade to do for, I think I did it for a good four years. Yeah. Well, you know, not the whole country, just the good retailers. So, I mean, it's about 40 people. He did do that terrible RV trip. Are you on? Yeah, he did do that. Are you on the road, Mike, a lot or no? Uh, No, I, you know, here's the thing. It, I think that you, and I think you would agree with this. I, I, I believe that other than the fact that I don't know what you're doing, <laughs> the gate you know nobody closing the gates i I'm, I'm a big believer and we all have to kind of carve our own path and and direction as to how to do it we know what has been done in the past we we know yeah. what works but it might not work for us right so what yeah. i like to do is i like to go in 
like a fucking surgeon, you know, and just hit one shop and do an event with them and get the hell out of there quickly. Yeah, smart. You know, I don't want to go to the retailers that I don't have a good relationship with or I'm trying to establish. I mean, that's just not my thing. Now, if a good friend of mine is a retailer and, and they're in that area, I'll check in with them and shoot the shit, no problem. But I'm not doing the other thing. You know, I'm just not doing yeah. it. I hear you. I mean, I very much enjoy it. You know, even I, I sometimes actually enjoy more not doing the event and visiting. We're here. Yes. But do you enjoy, you, well, as, as he calls in. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, he enjoys the idea. Yeah, of the it visit. sounds nice. Sounds like sound sound you should idea. see. You should see. I have my feet kicked up on my desk it's, right now. Probably has no pants on. <laughs> it, it sounds lovely visiting, but running. Yeah. But going to the retailers that don't give a shit about your brand, and you know that these people exist. They or want the discount. Well, his, his brand or brand. or the other shit. No, it exists. It doesn't matter what brand you are. You know. Like, I wouldn't see, I don't see the purpose of going into that store. I don't need to get kicked in the teeth because Listen, I'm going to respond, it, you know? If it's, if it's a repetitive thing, I, I get it. I do enjoy, like, meeting people that have no idea about the brand, have never heard of it, or retailers that are kind of out of tune. I'm not saying, you know, after, like, three times of trying, you know, for someone that doesn't get it, that that's different. But I do enjoy talking to people that do not, you know, at events or at stores that just have never heard of the brand before. Right. Um, because I like to see when they discover it, which is kind of cool. Do you hit them with a like, do you know who I am or some shit? No. I am no, Nicholas Malillo. Get out of here. Tobacco extraordinaire. You know, Mike, mm -hmm. I thought, you know, 2015, nobody, of course, knew the company. Nobody knew who I was at all. I know um, who the fuck you were back then. You did. Yeah. Of course. You were the guy. But you were just the, talking about in general, though. You were the master blender. I was the guy blender. that knew the guy that, that was the guy. No, you were that the guy. You were the, the guy. Stuff. Here you go. I'm going to say, and... say some shit. All right? I'm going to tell you right now. You were the guy behind the scenes working your fucking ass off, creating fantastic blends with actual thought processes behind the curtain. Right? That was you. That's what the fuck yeah. you did. That's what the fuck that you did. So it's my job as a guy in the retail aspect of things to know who the guy is that's making that shit, right? I mean, if you want to have your hand on the pole. You need to in this industry. Boom, boom. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I mean, unless you want to be a 65-year-old retired guy who doesn't give a fuck and won't, you know, won't get up at the register and just tell him to leave money and then walk away. I mean, well, there's a lot that. of that. There is a lot of that. A lot of that. There's a lot of that. Lot is that of when that. it started? 2015? For for foundation? Yeah, foundation. Foundation. Yeah. Who is that? Is that? That's Phil. Who's talking? Who's on this podcast? That's Phil. Oh, here. Phil. Hello. Yeah, what's Phil. going on, Phil? What's yeah. up, Nick? How you doing, man? Nick, Great. How you doing? Nicholas has no idea what's going on with this podcast. He hasn't <laughs> he listened. I have no idea. Yeah, oh. yeah. So don't. You've met me you know, a couple I saw times. Pictures. Yeah. I saw pictures. You saw photos? Fancy studio. You guys have now. I know it's very fancy. When yeah. I was there, I was like, you know, I was sitting on a box. And, yeah, right. That's you exactly know, you had right. me, you had me next to the garbage, and, the, yeah. and now you're big right. guy. Yeah, now we're just crushing it. 
This all started in 2017. So, so, so speaking of podcasts, <laughs> wait a second. Speaking of podcasts, you got to tell me about this Joe Rogan cigar because you know Whoa. you. you bra- oh yeah, where are you? Yeah, you brag about it all the fucking time on your social media posts. He's like, ooh, let's go. Ooh, uh, with the good comedian, I saw it, the the fat guy that's really fucking funny, Bert, whatever. Bert Kisher, Bert Kreischer. Bert yeah. Kreischer. Yeah. yeah, he's great. Yeah, and like, yeah, oh, ooh, Foundation cigars. They made so how so. Listen, how many hand jobs <laughs> did you have to give? <laughs> In 243. Order, two, that was wow, the line. Wow. That yeah, was the line. A lot. Holy a moly. Lot. That was pure that was exhaustion. Lot. That's a lot of towels. That's a whole it lot of dedication, towels. It was dedication. It was consistency. You know. How did you hook up with Joe Rogan? I mean, I think that's fantastic. The fucking, I mean, it does it get any bigger than that guy? I don't think it does. I mean, it's kind of crazy, man. I, I don't really believe uh, I'm in awe of it. To this day, you know, I've always been a, a Rogan fan for many years. I want to say since 2012, somewhere around there. He had some authors uh, that I really enjoyed that were, you know, into all that, uh, say, uh, ancient civilization stuff and and Ethiopia and things like that. So I really took to him and would actually keep him on in the background as I was working, starting the company. And then... Uh, I noticed he started smoking cigars here and there. And then a buddy of mine noticed how much I loved Rogan. And he was out in, in LA in that whole Hollywood scene. And he said, make me up a couple of boxes and I'm going to get them to. I said, how the hell are you going to do that? And everybody's tried to get him cigars. It's, you know, it's never going to happen. It's really difficult. He said, I don't know how it's going to happen, but I'm going to make it happen. And like it took mentality. a while. It, yeah, it was, it's a great mentality. So we made up two handmade, uh, hand-painted boxes for them of Wiseman Maduros. <laughs> and we just did some, some hand-painted um, boxes for him. This is like 2020, just after COVID. I want to say uh, August, uh, August, September. And um, we just happened to meet one of Rogan's friends, who was also a big cigar smoker, who happened to be going to visit him because he had just moved to Austin. And it was like the first weekend he was out there and he was going to visit him for that weekend. And he brought him the boxes and gave them to him. And then that was like, yeah, beginning of September, what is it, Memorial Day, Uh, Labor Day? Um, in September, Something Labor Day, day. right? Yeah, Something Labor Day. Day. Yeah, Something Labor day. day. That was like Labor Day weekend. And then I didn't ask or I didn't want to be hounding him. Like, did he get the box? I didn't even know if he got them Right. at first. And then it was like a month later, October, mid-October, and I was sitting working on my couch. And I looked on the podcast, and I saw behind like two water bottles the corner of a black ashtray. And then I caught another angle, and I was like, holy shit, that's the foundation ashtray is in between the gas. Detective Like right Malilo. in the middle of the table. <laughs> Detective Malillo was all went, over it. Beep, boop, beep, boop. And then, <laughs> and then I went back to every podcast and found when the ashtray first appeared. And it appeared <laughs> for, for the first time, it appeared on September 11, 2020. That was the first podcast. And then it wasn't until November they had like a, uh, it was election time at that time. So they had like a Saturday election 
podcast, just uh, uh, an impromptu podcast. And that was the first time he took the box out. No shit. And then from that point on, he's just been awesome, man. Like just shouting us out. So, so he, at some so, point. So did he reach out yeah. to you? Have you guys become friends? Yeah. So at one point he hit me up via Instagram and was just, hey, man, thank you so much for the for the cigars. They're amazing. I love them. Um, I was thinking about getting a humidor. Do you have any suggestions? And I already had made him a humidor. I had Eli Blue do a hand in Oh, shit. The fuck yeah. out of here. So I had it all ready. So I was like, Joe, I got you. Wow. So then Joe. I sent him that. Yeah, that sent that yeah. humidor. They did like a hand inlaid of his logo on the top of the uh, humidor. It was amazing. It's pretty dope. And then I was like, oh, this he's Eli he likes PD scotches. He likes heavy, like spicy barbecue. You know, he liked the Wise Man Maduro blend. So then I made him his own Connecticut Broadleaf blend with his logo on it. And he's wow. just been. Um, and then I got him. You know, eventually he's been getting into it more. Last year, I got him uh, a humidor for the for the studio. So wow. if you see in the studio, on the left corner back side is um, is a humidor, so you can put boxes and the ashtrays there. Man, it's been there for like three two, two years, three years. Did he ever hit you with a bill? I mean, shit. <laughs> no, man. He's been awesome. Get the fuck and out I of here. Get, I finally got to hang out with them in um, after Thanksgiving this year. I was um, I had a wedding in Arizona, and then I had to go to Tampa. They had some cigar uh, festival the first week of of um, December, so I had two days, and I just stopped in in Austin because he was playing a small club. So I'm like, let me go check it out, and then um, he ended up finding out I was in the uh, audience. And uh, he sent a friend to come get me and bring me backstage. And we hung out like a bunch of comedians for like three hours. That's fantastic, dude. I love that. That's a yeah, great fucking story. Super cool, That's man. He hasn't, he, he hasn't asked for, you know, I, uh, I'm forever indebted for this guy. Yeah, it's like, you're I mean, a good dude. I'm a good dude. Let's be good dudes and dock together or some shit. I mean, that's fucking yeah. awesome. So I make this cigar for him, but his his cigar, I don't have any, you know, we've never talked about selling it or I can't use his logo. So this is, you know, people keep hitting me up, but I'm like, you got to ask, you know, he's the guy to ask. Of course, I would love to do it. Right. Um, but, well, you know, I make it for him right now. He, he smokes it, but. A mar- I can't start, you know. It's a market, man. It's, I, yeah. it's a market. Yeah. You're missing out here on an opportunity, yeah. you know. Dude, I hear you. But I think he's he's got so much going on, man. You yeah. know what I mean? The yeah. fact that he hits me up on Instagram sometimes. It's awesome. You know, it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, realistically, even if you partnered up with him and there was a fucking... When, when he got the check for the commission, he'd be like, what? That's it? Where's yeah. the... <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Just, like, just oh, put this in disguise. He's like, okay, you know, just pick a charity or something to donate that to. Yeah. You know, whatever. But that's yeah. that's fucking awesome, dude. That's a pretty cool story. So your office yeah. is open. Office is open, man. Yeah. So it's, do you uh, have a slide there? Through. Is there a is there human bowling? I need. Is there something cool or is it? What what is it? You 
to tobacco farm. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. Is it's there an active? Uh, is there a three hundred acre is farm? Is there, like, is there a high clear castle? Is there a high clear castle? Yeah. Is it? There's high clear castle like uh, signs and whatnot, <laughs> but no actual. Oh, no, castle. Like, um, there's like an underground on. bunker. There is. Oh, that's cool. Oh. But you need a, a secret handshake to get in. It. <laughs> Full of Joe, Joe Rogan cigars, too. Oh, it's probably loaded with Joe Rogan yeah, cigars. Yeah. Did you guys get the cigars that I sent you? Not yet, no. 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 Oh, oh no. man. That's no. such. I mean, you know, we've talked about this last week. If you had shipped them out when, when we were talking about it, yes, we would have had them. But let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> this shit's on so you, wait a homie. Second. I shipped them out Wednesday. They yeah. should be there. Mm-hmm. Well, right. today's a holiday. No, Thursday. I sent them out Thursday. It's yeah, it's a holiday. Are you serious? Ho- you didn't get them? It's a holiday. Oh, no, today's yeah. a holiday. No mail. No no banking. No nothing. Oh, you gotta think. Look, Nick, you gotta think these things all the way through, brother. You know what I mean? But I didn't realize. But I hope you sent. I hope you sent two. <laughs> oh wow! I sent a bunch of treats, man. Oh, I love I sent it. A bunch of Don't, great treats. Everybody forgets two of, about two Phil. of a bunch of things. I feel like you're trying to uh, give yourself some space and time during PCA, so I wouldn't. Uh, I won't harass you. <laughs> yeah, I am. I already it's... covered the goodies. Back the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I will see Dude, you. They should, should have been there. I sent them today. They should have been there. I sent, I sent them today. <laughs> Uh, you know, so you know what's really kind of funny. So uh, I'm not going to say which cigar, but I had I had aggressively pursued you at PCA for a cigar, and eventually you folded and you gave me that cigar, which I'm very grateful for, yeah. and thank you very much. It was very nice of you. After we had had that conversation, I had ran in run into somebody, and they're like, "Check out what Nick gave me," and they pull out <laughs> a fucking Joe Rogan cigar, oh. and I'm like, "Motherfuck." <laughs> I can't go back to this guy right now and hit him up. I just got him for the one, you know. Uh, oh. You asked for the wrong one. Negotiations. So you know, I should I shouldn't say this on the podcast, but when I am out and about, I usually have some on me. So if somebody uh, asks, oh, 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 everybody, better look out for for uh, Nick. He's looking for him. Well, he I know where to find him. He's in the office. Oh, it's yeah, he's got to fly to Connecticut. <laughs> He'll hide in the bunker. <laughs> oh, he's Are not you here. guys all going to PCA? Yes. Well, Palmer's no, not. I'm not going this year. Yeah. Yeah. I got a Connecticut that's fucking ridiculous, bro. I'm going to tell you right you now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What do you got in there? I don't want to tell you. What I you want. I, I, I like you it. A binder. What, do you, what are you using as a binder? Pennsylvania Broadleaf. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh. Right. I was going to do Brazilian Matafina, but that idea was already taken. Ah, I love Matafina. Yeah, yeah. There's a good Connecticut with Matafina. Uh, Matafina's tough, though. Yeah, well, I don't know. It was done yeah. It was done well in this Connecticut that I tried. I'm sure you've heard of it. Well, I'd like to try it. Yeah, I'm going oh, yeah. to. I'll bring he you He put some. them in yeah, the mail last week some, on Thursday. Some asshole. Some asshole. Yeah, they're all in the mail. They're in the yeah. mail. I <laughs> shipped it. I shipped it. Second day air. <laughs> Second day air. <laughs> I probably didn't even send you the tracking, huh? Yeah. No, I You might have used the old office address. Yeah, that's that's probably, probably what happened. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh. You have an old ad- no. address? No, we don't. Oh. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> you guys have the address for the office? Yeah, God. Well, we look forward to trying Boy. them. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, we'll have to get you up here to Connecticut at some point. I will go. Ooh. I'll go. We're just uh, getting settled in over here. 
Okay. Yeah, he's very strong. He's good at moving furniture. Mikey can move Is furniture, he? big boxes. Yeah, he's very strong. He does. He looks strong. He does. What is he benching these days? A lot. Uh, two to three employees. Two to three, depending on <laughs> oh the employee. I don't know what kind of day he's having. <laughs> Did you redo the shop, Mike? Uh, no, the shop is pretty much the same. You know, there's been some little ad, you know, as you kind of progress, you make modifications and stuff, but it's nothing over the top. Same as when he was here last. Yeah. I, you know, we've added like a cigar hustler neon light kind of photo area. I don't think the lounge was done. With you oh yeah. That. Uh, we do have a private lounge downstairs now, which is fantastic, which you would, that, uh, that studio looks badass. Thank you. Yeah. The studio is fantastic. Like if you came to town. And you said, hey, yeah. let's do a thing. What I would do with you is we would do a private event downstairs, and it would be ticketed. Gotcha. So, you know, people, gotcha. people would have to pre-commit to the purchases, and then anybody that's a member, they get the cigars. Well, we pay for the cigars for them. And you get to hang nice. out, and it's a little more intimate. It's a little less peddly and a little more intimate. So it's, it, it, we do them, I don't know, once every quarter, and it's, it's pretty cool. Nice. Then a podcast yeah, that's the way to studio. do it. I like the... Uh, the uh, ticketed events. Yeah. That makes right. more sense. So we'll pencil you in then. All right. We'll make, we'll make something happen. I can't talk to him. I, I can't I, talk I, to Eduardo about it. He's like, bro. Oh, 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 fuck he's it so out. busy. Yeah. You know what's difficult? It is a challenge for me, like traveling to different areas because people, um, people would get so upset. Very if butthurt. I didn't yeah. visit them. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? So, I would go into an area and then end up, um, you know, you can only, you can only do so much. There's so many hours in the day. Right. And then people just end up getting offended and, um, yeah. it's crazy. It's kind of intense sometimes. I think that it depends. I think that there's variables there, you know, like so, <clears throat> if you're going to go to a town and people have always been in direct communication with you and you've told other people no and then you show up to one event, then I, yeah. have, I feel like they have a right to be yeah. upset. But if they, if they said, hey, if they never reached out to you and said, hey, let's do something and you popped in and you did something with another store, it's like, bro, you didn't want it. You've never mentioned, you've never, you know, you never opened up the checkbook to put it together. It's not my fault. That's just your fault. If that yeah, and it's also the sales rep and the team uh, responsibility to manage expectations and then also put together a plan right. that makes that would make sense and you have uh, low expectations with alfredo i get it we all have low <laughs> expectations with alfredo so. you know it's amazing alfredo's really come come to the plate and has been killing it um especially this past year yeah it's uh is the last thing. Uh, well, you don't see him no i think you, you know what you're probably 100 percent correct i think the only brand that he talks about is yours so I get oh, now you're going to get me in trouble with the other <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, God. If I want my Espinosas, I call, I call Jack Toronto. Dude, I love Alfredo. Alfredo, he knows that I always break his balls. It's all good. It's all good. He brings He's me M&Ms. fucking harass this guy. That's this poor peace guy. offering. Last time he stopped in, it's because he had a court date here locally for a ticket. Yeah, I was like, oh, what is it? How, are you going to get your ticket? Oh, it's so funny. It's so funny. No, but, uh, good, yeah. but I do place my orders with him. As far as foundation is concerned, and he does order these things, so it well, goes you're well. making him, you're making him look good until he only talks about foundation. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't even think I don't even know what else he carries. <laughs> uh, 
Go tell Dion that. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Dion. Hey, uh, so who's your rep in Florida? Oh, the, yeah, no, the, the retailers have no idea. <laughs> Listen, it's not not a job I think I would want. I mean, it's a tough job. It's a atrociously cigar tough sales job. is a tough, tough job. Well, the broker is broker position is the worst job because you build up the brand enough, they fucking fire you. Hey, we don't need you anymore. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Though. I I think that happens sometimes, mm-hmm. but then I also just think what happens is eventually um, a conflict of interest between what the rep. See, I don't think that's the case. I think it's the. Uh, listen, it is the case in some. It, I think it's a case by case basis, right? right? It depends on who it is, but it also becomes as a company is growing, it requires more time and more effort and more planning. Um, and there's a lot more responsibilities, right? Yeah. And you want to um, pay and, less and be, for the position. So you got to feel the growth. What, right. What's that? You got to pay less for the position. So you got to feel the growth. Got to pay for the new offices and things. <laughs> Bunkers. <laughs> Alfredo. <laughs> oh, yeah, your days are numbered. Your buddy. days are numbered here. Days numbered. They start talking about somebody else. Um, meet, meet the in-store rep of foundation. Uh-oh. <laughs> An officer. Listen, <laughs> as long as you're doing your job, you're, uh, you're good to go. I'm sure you're, dude, I got to admit, you're probably one of the fairest people to work for. I can't see you being other than that. You know what I mean? For as knowing you, as long as I've known you, I, you just don't seem like a ruthless prick that's looking at fucking numbers. Just the numbers. You know? No, I, as long as I'm around and you're doing your job, I'm loyal to the job, man. Because as you right. you know, I mean, it, it takes so much work to be successful in this industry. Yeah. So, you know, it's, I want to be treated just like anybody else would want to be treated. I mean, I put myself in, in the rep shoes and, you know, I wouldn't want to build something and then, you know, be let, let go. Um, so I'm loyal to the game, you know, to, to the work ethic and, you know, reps don't want to be burnt. You know, they want to get paid for accounts they're servicing. It's the same thing with brand owners. They don't want to be paying reps who are not doing their job and visiting accounts. Right. Right. Cause, cause we can do that yeah. ourselves. Right. We don't need a middle person to push a paper to a third party and then to the final consumer. Mm-hmm. I mean, to the, uh, to the shop. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's the point? Mm-hmm. You know, you can hand, we can handle that right from the office. That's why, you the know, the touches office. are, <laughs> the touches are so important. Yeah. We need, you know, we need the reps to be out there seeing you. That's why it is, you know, it's important for him to walk through your door at I'm, least once a quarter. I mean, yes, I know. I could argue the other side. I think so. I think that if a, if if they're accessible and you know they're on the up and up and kind of communicating you what's new, what's going on, and that sort of thing, I don't necessarily need to see them. Listen, I agree. It's the servicing the account, right? As yeah. long as the you feel like maybe you as an account feel that way, you know. But I think a lot of times accounts don't. They don't want conflict, so they don't even express it. Right. And then they kind of talk behind. They, they'll never say it directly. Right. But they're really not happy with the rep. Mm-hmm. But they'll never say it. But who doesn't want to, you know, have a visit 
a planned visit, scheduled, and be properly presented information professionally. Maybe sometimes there's too much of a friendly relationship that happens, and but then customers, you know, I know customers that get really friendly with the rep. They're joking around. Everybody's busting balls. But then when it comes down to business, they, they get all worked up. Right. And they feel disrespected because they're not being true. They didn't get presented because the relationship has become too comfortable. Yeah. Because our industry, this is the thing that our industry, the lines get blurred so quick, Mike. You know, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, from when I started, I hired, you know, close friends. It was tough. I'm a different person, Nick, when I'm cap wearing the hat of Nick Foundation, president of Foundation, right. compared to Nick who's not working or is not, you know, worried about work or responsibility responsibilities for work. Right. That's a different Nick. Yeah. That's a completely different Nick. Yeah. So but it's the rep's job to know that hey, you can bullshit and 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 do all those things and have that good friendship, but you still gotta be on point with everything else. Right. Gotta be on point. Yeah. Hey, this is what's gotta going on. on Here's where we're at, you know. Or if the company has done something differently or there's different requirements where they, they got to be able to convey that information immediately. Hey, listen, we had a change, Important. you know, so. Yeah, that means not going into the shop all the time or you don't want to see a rep once a quarter. Okay, that's cool. As long as you feel that you're, you know, you're being, getting the proper service and right and what you need. Right. And the reps bringing value. I mean, the whole thing is, right, right. bringing yep. value. They got to bring value. Otherwise, it just doesn't make it doesn't make sense. Alfredo brings peanut M and M's, so I, that's the value. I can't figure out if Alfredo <laughs> stands. One, one minute he's saying that there's necessary, and the other minute he's like, "Well, maybe not so much." Yeah, <laughs> no, Alfredo, I told you, Alfredo's he likes on the top. Yeah, yeah he's, he's he's been killing it. The well, past well, year. Uh, well, I talked. Well, Eduardo was in town with him recently. And, uh, you know, he told me numbers. He told us that we've had growth and stuff like that with your brand. I'm like, okay, cool. So That's cool. Yeah. So there you yeah, go. I mean, be able to talk about numbers and growth. and That's it. Here's where you're at. Here's stuff. what we're doing. Here's what I'd like to see you focus on. Whatever. You know, those things are, that those conversations are important. Whether they're on the phone or in person. Right. I'll tell you, one of my best reps, he, he was a rep for a company. Ooh. For that most of his career was working as a rep for one company. And uh, I think he was a, a manager for a territory for one company. I've noticed that experience has definitely helped his role as an independent uh, rep. Right. Because he's been able to see directly what one cigar company brand owner requires and needs. Does that make sense? Yep. What also? So I think that experience adds perspective. Sure, and uh, those lifelong relationships that he's cultivated is also extremely helpful for any brand that dude. he takes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because at the end of the day, if I love the rep, and the guy you know leaves the company and starts a new company or starts working with a new company, you just pick it up. Hey, I'm gonna okay. That's cool. If this is something that's for you now, we'll start working on this. Right? Yeah, that's very common in this industry. It is. And I think it also depends on the brand, right? 
of course, whether the brand is sustainab- selling or well, not. sustainability. Well, yeah, because at the end of the day, the retailer can show somebody the cigar once, maybe twice, and then after that, it's got to kind of stand on its own. So if it's shit, you're not going to move it. Yeah. Yeah. True. I mean, that's why I've been trying to drive, you know, traffic to also the final consumer and also to maybe different, you know, that's why the, the Rogan thing is, is interesting because hopefully it's opening up the world of handmade cigars to people that don't normally smoke. Right. I mean, and thank that's God. what our industry always struggles with. Yeah, because, you know, before this, whenever I listened to Rogan from time to time, all I heard was, you know, hey, what do you smoke? He's like, oh, you know, well, he was if he's interviewing somebody, I like those Romeo and Julietas. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, because that's what Ron White. <sighs> yep, that, that was exactly Ron. the interview. Uh, that was the interview. Yeah. I'm like, God damn, what is what is going on here? Somebody slapped this man. Yeah, tater salad needs. But some these help. guys kind of know cigars a little bit, but they're just like getting into it, right? right. Um, one of his friends, Robert Kelly, is another comedian. He is a big, he was the one that was on with Crytrip. Um, you know, and you can tell from Bert, he kind of knows, he doesn't really know, but they're, they're, right. they're, they're getting, they're getting into it. But Robert Kelly knows cigars, you know, really well compared to, I think the other guys, but you know, that's the hope that they kind of, you know, get into it a little bit more, learn more, educate themselves more. Right. And hopefully turn more people people onto it. And I think that's what happens a lot of times with celebrity cigars and whatnot. You know, they don't really work a lot of times yeah. because they don't end up tapping into the celebrities fan base, really. Right. You know, they kind of stay in the cigar world fan base and to cigar smokers, it's kind of like, okay, George Clooney's got a cigar, but you know, George Clooney doesn't know tobacco, right? you know, like, what the fuck? It doesn't really translate. Right. But then they don't do well in bringing in, yeah, you know, their other, their, I think their fan base. And then they're afraid maybe because it's tobacco and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I think that was the interesting thing with Metallica and whatnot, because I think they're really penetrating the Metallica fan base, which I think is good. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, or, but I think that's, you know. <laughs> I'm glad he followed up with that idea. Right. That, yeah. That's uh, another it's thing. It's good or not, it's not important. Talking, <laughs> well, you know, I think it's an interesting thing because that is a rough, that, that might be difficult because the blend is not particularly a blend, I think, for new smokers. So that might yeah, be rough. But that. I think just overall it Or old know, smokers least, for that. I mean what are they all what what like this? What what? What? Hello? What do I mean? I fucking hated the cigar. That was we terrible. Think. Right. How do you tap in? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was terrible, no man. Sorry. Yeah. You know, that that's one of those cigars that hey you can sell something new, right? You can sell it once. I've never had somebody yeah. come in and say, "Hey, you know what? I really love that black." And can I get a box? I just haven't had it. I'm sure those people exist. Yeah, but I don't have that consumer. Yeah. So yeah, whatever. Hmm. They're yeah. out there, I think, somewhere. You're so you're so positive. <laughs> you're so positive. <laughs> well, maybe then they they get into it, and maybe they smoke another cigar. You yeah, know, that's what you're hoping, cigar. for, right? You're hoping that's to. That's what ex- I'm just getting. Yeah, at. yeah, you're hoping to expand the consumer of the cigar industry. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. I mean, do you think that happened over COVID? Do you think that was part no. of the COVID boom, or it was more just people having more time and they were just smoking more? Uh, well, I guess maybe a little bit of both, but more of the latter. You know, more of the latter. What's really kind of remarkable smoking. is if, if you don't, like, it's, you know, if you start smoking a cigar because you're bored or whatever, yeah, okay, maybe a very small percentage of those people stick, right? But the mm-hmm. reality is that I think that the camaraderie really is where the things, the dynamic changes. Right. Right. right so right. if you took that away and you didn't have that ability, you know, if you didn't know the zoom calls and all this other shit going on and you just tried cigars, you probably didn't stick it through. Right. Right. But if you went yeah. to, if, if a cigar shop was open, you want to try something new, you smoke a cigar and you hung out with a couple of people and you're like, Hey, I didn't need to get shit faced, drive home, get scared, worried about driving home, get a DUI or kill somebody, you know, but I got to hang out, smoke a cigar, bullshit with some cool people. I'll definitely be back. That's where that consumer is new and, and kind of built on. Right. So, yeah. so that's the, that was the one pitfall with COVID. So my person, yeah, opinion. you but, didn't, you didn't have it, that. Yeah, you didn't have that. But connect. people were smoking like crazy. Oh, yeah, more time. Yeah, yeah, more time, more money. I mean, be- stimulus checks, baby. Yeah. Right. Let's go. One more yeah. round. Let's go. One more round. Stimulus. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> What's inflation? Who cares? Uh, all right, but hey, yeah. but, you know, I'm already. I've already kept you on longer than I promised that I would keep you on. I just I want to add one other question real quick and then we'll let you go uh have you announced anything for pca uh is there anything that you want to talk about briefly that you're going to be release releasing Any- yeah, we ch- yeah go ahead anything, anything else with a leather football helmet that's going to surprise surprise everybody and um, taste so really fucking good the the charter oak uh especiales which i did in in, in homage to my grandfather so it's a connecticut broadly it's in the shape of the traditional size of the Connecticut cigars of old. It's a five and a half by 48 um, soft box press. They're completely different blends of the Charter Oak core line. Okay. Um, the core line would have been – the core line of Charter Oak is really a line for my grandfather's, um, which I never really talk about but because they used to smoke all different types of Connecticut brands that used to be produced here and those sort of faded away at the end of the nineties. So charter Oak was the the creation to kind of fulfill that pipeline of, uh, every day, you know, good smoke. And, um, so they would have been smoking those one like shade and the other like broadleaf. So this is like a special, a Cajun charter Oak, completely different blend. Uses a lot of higher priming tobaccos, you know, Bezos and Ligeros, whereas the Charter Oak, the core line, uses more milder Seiko and Bezo primings. Hence, I'm able to keep that price point down um, because of the blend. So these are these are going to be a limited quarterly release, uh, just two special, same size special blends. Okay. So those will be coming out in the fall. And um, we got some treats coming out. We got an announcement coming out this week and then next oh. week. New Senator. So, um, the sen- the senator- Senator we're going to be actually re-releasing in November. Oh. Just for November. It's going to be a one-time annual release because there's been so many people that wanted it. So we're going to do it one time a year for the anniversary of the discovery of King Tut, which is every November. 
Okay. So we're going to do about 500 boxes every November and keep it as an annual release. Nice. So we'll be making that announcement uh, before the show too. Um, and then I got, uh, I got a special, uh, you just did, I got a new, you just did coming out. Oh yeah. I got a new, a new core line coming out and then I have a really uh, special tabernacle that I'm going to do for charity. Nice. So it's going to be a special uh, charity release. So, Nice. I'm, I'm working on starting a new five hundred one c three for uh, charity. So very cool. We're gonna, yeah, raise some money. So it's gonna be a super, super high end tabernacle. Seventy five dollars, one cigar. The Moses. Uh, the Moses. There'll probably be more around uh, around forty or fifty. Ooh, you. Is it a box press? Uh no. It's not no. a box press. No. Okay. No. Here's no box. Yeah, I've been, I've been doing a lot with the box press. Solomon, King King Solomon. Solomon. You should see the new. Oh, the Solomon the new, times. Uh, a Solomon called King. Sol- Stop I running over him. <laughs> For fuck's sake. I love the Solomon. Solomon is good. Okay. You like the Solomons? I don't. I, I love no Solomon. I like yeah, what? I'm working with um, Sumatra Ecuador for my new four line. This is becoming a thing. Is it the hybrid? No, this is straight up Sumatra, Ecuador. Um, okay. You know, I've worked with it behind the scenes for many years. I just never come out with anything on it. It's a tough wrapper uh, to use. With it. It's really interesting. It's very unique. has a very unique flavor profile. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was on one of the, one of my most favorite cigars of all time, which was uh, a specific year, 96, Pudos Indios. That was... That was one of my favorite cigars of all time. Okay. Um, that year, they had a lot of problems after 96, and it all went to shit. But that was, to this day, one of the best cigars that I smoked. And I, within the past couple of years, found out that the blend was with using Sumatra Ecuador. So wow. I kind of tried to recreate that in my mind uh, in, in a blend. So. I'm excited about it. Nice. Very nice. All right, cool. Well, anything else you want to plug before we let you go? Smoke Foundation Cigars, I appreciate you guys. It's always good talking to you. We will at some point make the in-person happen. Perfect. Um, I can't wait to see you at the show. Um, Let's try to uh, maybe hang out and talk before it's uh, pure madness. Sounds like a plan. When are you guys getting in? Seventh. Seventh. Yep, July seventh. All right. Well, maybe we'll try to have a cigar around the uh, the bar, the uh, center bar, or whatever. I like it. Can you smoke anymore over there? Uh, I guess you can't. I think. Why couldn't you? You can only smoke. Well, I think last year that you could only smoke around the electronic uh, poker games for some reason. That's the only place they let. That's they wouldn't true. let you smoke it. The tables and whatnot, which suck. But they let us smoke at the bar. I smoked at all of the tables. And- oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, okay. You can't smoke in the hallway. Okay. That I know. Degenerates. Who are the degenerates smoking? Yeah, no, you can't smoke a cigar in the hallway, but if you need to get a hooker in cocaine, that can be arranged relatively quickly. <laughs> That's allowed. You know, perfectly acceptable. Yeah. 
Alfredo's good for that, I understand. Yeah, if you need that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> number one. Number one sales rep. Yeah. You, guys, you guys are insane. That's what he's you good at. You guys are the biggest ball busters I know. <laughs> yes, thank you. That, uh, I will hold that as a badge of honor. I can't tell when this guy's being serious or not. I love that. I love that. You're going you're being, you're gonna to be here in person, right? Yeah, I will. I'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. I love Alfredo. I just want to, I love Alfredo. But sometimes, man. <laughs> All right, go easy. Go easy, yeah. Yes. All right, bro. That's a, that's an off-air conversation. We're all afraid. He's a good dude. He is a good dude. He is a good man. Yeah. He's a good man. So, Alfredo from Old San Juan. That's his nickname. I like that. I call him. I one. call him uh, our Alfredo from Ortega, which is <laughs> which is gone. Ortega. Oh, I have him God. saved under my phone as Alfredo Ortega Christoph, which he no longer reps either one of those. So. Oh my God. Yeah. That's how long I've known Alfredo. It's the growth. That's a while. Yeah. He he repped Kristoff? Yeah. He did. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yep. Amazing. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Well, thanks for uh, having me on, and I look forward to seeing you at the show. All right, Nicholas. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, brother. All right. All right. See be you. good. All right. All right. Bye-bye. I'll talk to you. Peace. There you go. You can talk to him for four hours. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he yeah. could have just kept going, and there would be oh, no lull in the yeah. conversation. He would just keep... Yeah. Talking. A lot well, of information. Yeah. I mean, yeah. well, dude, he is fucking smart. You know how, what I mean? How old is yeah, he? Yeah. Was he? I don't know. He's probably our age, maybe my age, maybe a little age. older. Maybe somewhere really? in that yeah. area. Yeah. Early 40s, late 30s-ish. I know we're, we're, we're running short of time. I have one story I have to do, and we have to do his fun facts because he has his new intro. All right, so let's do this. Well, we oh, can run a little intro? bit later. Who gives a well, shit? Well, I know we can, but, I mean, I don't want to run whole seven pages of oh, news. Oh, an intro? We'll keep it at, at an hour and a half max. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm not ready. Right, you're you, you not ready? So unprepared. I'm ready. Welcome to the Cigar Hustlers podcast feature, Phil's Fun Facts. Yes. That's where you start talking. This is great. Is that, that was a great intro. Is that AI or something? Talking I appreciate about? you. Yeah, the voice was. Yeah. All right, fellas. The first independent cigar brand established in Cuba was, anybody? Uh, hold on, hold on. Quest uh, Hoya Quest de Monterey. Cabanas, oh, oh, ooh. founded by Francisco Cabanas oh, in 1797, the company lasted until 1962. Then it was discontinued after being nationalized by the revolutionary government of Fidel Castro. Wow! Oh, he just took it. Uh, this, this is mine. mine. This is mine. Everything now. is here. Is Everything mine. is mine. We are communist. It's very good. That was great, Palmer. I appreciate that. Good. I'm glad you. I'm glad you liked it. Thank you. All right. Uh, I have to do this because we have we have something. Don Dorotero plans the salt of the earth for the PCA 2023. Oh. oh. Last year, Don Dorotero. Do your news intro. That's okay. We love four corners. Here's the news. Here's the news. Don Dorotero debuted at the PCA convention trade show with cigars the company said were aged for more than 14 years prior to the release. This year, the company will be back at the PCA convention and trade show with a line that uses some of the Dominican Republic's most unique tobacco. Oh, it's very unique. The company has two new blends that will be sold under the salt of the earth. Don Dorotero issued a press release that said it was declining to disclose details about the blends. And, oh, there's a typo. And I don't type these. Uh-oh. Order, order, should be order. Order to heighten the sense of discovery and anticipation leading to the PCA trade show. 
what it has disclosed is that the cigars will use Andulo tobacco. Is that how you say that? Andulo. A-N-D-U-L-L-O. Anduello. 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 Uh, Anduello tobacco is only native to the Dominican Republic, and instead of uh, wrapped tightly in large pods, they make like a 15-foot-long burrito and then wrap it in rope and help compress the tobacco even further. Oh, like the Amazon Basin. The end result is something that is more or less a large log of tobacco where slices are cut off as seen in a video and are more commonly chewed or smoked via pipes. Andulo, or however you say it, is more of a process than a seed varietal. Anduello. Something that typically only found in Dominican Republic. They're not disclosing where they made it. Huh. But in an exclusive quote. Uh Uh-oh. Garrett? Only released to the Cigar Hustlers podcast. Garrett Robinson was quoted as saying, I'm truly grateful and excited you're covering this. The salt of the earth line is a column. Now I can't say the word. C-U-L-M-I-N-A-T-I-O-N. Culmination? Culmination, thank you. I got screwed up, but I couldn't say it. Oh, my God. Culmination of legacy, time-honored tradition, and innovation. We're over the moon excited to share them with everyone at the PCA. Mm. Garrett, make sure you give them one for me. He's a culmination. Palmer, we will, we will get you one. I'm making a list. Just so you guys know. There'll be a, Good luck with that. You know how boots. that works. You know what? Last time I gave you a list, you got me everything on the list but like two. Because <sighs> I don't want to disappoint you. I know. But I'm going to set the parameter of, hey, listen. Well, there's there's boots and the, the three amigos going around. Certainly they can the do The three it. amigos? That's what the, I'm calling them now. Down uh, to herf, guys. The, the Buffalo 5-0. <laughs> the Buffalo 5-0. I like that the better. Bu- nice. Buffalo 12. Buffalo 5-0. Buffalo 12. I'm kind of. Uh, I'm excited for that. By the way, yeah, I like. I like the cigar. I oh, I mean, last a, year's. I know it's a little. Expensive, that was our favorite cigar from last year's. I thought it was show. amazing. Yeah, yeah, well, I liked we, it. well, that was a TPE. Oh, that was TPE. TPE. Okay, yeah. well, the last show we went to. Fantastic cigar. Right. Don Rete. You heard timeout cigars. Timeout. Timeout. No. They're, they're We're gonna take a break. PCA. We're gonna take a break. <laughs> All right. America's largest cigar retailers prepare to stop shipments to Hawaii next month. Oh, yeah, this is a thing. Due to a recently passed law, two of the largest cigar retailers in the U.S. say they will stop shipping cigar customers in Hawaii beginning July 1st, 2023. Cigars International, J.R. Cigars, Famous Smoke Shop, three of the largest retailers in the world, will stop shipping to Hawaii, a move that will likely cause most of the competitors to follow suit. All this is because in response to SB 975, a recently passed law in Hawaii that purportedly aims to cut down on youth vaping. The law introduced changes to the rules regarding shipping tobacco and vaping products to addresses in Hawaii, including the law that the language that requires a retailer to get a license. According to a source, the way the law is currently written, you can only get a license if you are in Hawaii. Mm. Ah. Oh, okay. So I'm understanding. Right. Got it. If you want to sell sell tobacco (laughs) in Hawaii, you have to have a license that says you sell tobacco in Hawaii, but you can't get it unless you're in Hawaii. If I'm Chris Duque right now, I'm just, I'm like. I'm buying everything. Because it's hey, I will have a license. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I will facilitate. Instead of those pull-ups he was doing the other day. That's when he was filling out paperwork. He can eat some donuts, you know. Right. Yeah. What's in the box? That question would be asked multiple times a day. Right. What's in the box? What's in the box? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Tatuaje is doing a uh, price increase a little late to the game. <laughs> and her Florida story. Uh-oh. Yeah. Congratulations, Florida. All the beaches to hang out in your birthday suit. Two of yours made a very special list for 2023. Oh. 
best nude beaches in the world. So two wow. beaches in Florida have made the best nude beaches in the world. Yeah. And did you go to investigate? No. But yeah. you can. One of them's local. Oh, <laughs> I want to hear. Uh, let's see where that... Uh, Just say the names. Nice, nice even tan. <laughs> Swimwear brand Poor Me... For me in French released its best nude beaches in the world last May of twenty oh, uh, or twenty twenty three in May. The best nude beaches. Where they like to say dare to go bare finished on top ahead of nude beaches in Brazil, Spain, and Greece. So the first one is Playa Linda over by Space Coast. Ah. Wow. And then the news gets better because a second Florida nude beach was recognized coming in at number twenty. Oh, number twenty is Playa Linda. I'm sorry, Rivard County. Uh the, the other one is a beach in Miami and then one in where's the other one at? Uh was three. Uh, what constitutes... Over. Only new beach in the world made the list was the San Francisco beach. Okay, so what constitutes it being... The best. The best. I think it's beach quality, because I don't think yeah. a lot of new beaches are... Good. They're kind of dumpy. Yeah, there's like, okay, you can go down there by the junk that washes you up on shore. You could go be naked over here. Right, you can be naked over there. We don't want the public to go. Gotcha. Is there activities? Volleyball? <laughs> ring Ring toss. A ring toss? A lot of ring toss. A lot of ring, ring toss. You walk them down the beach with your rings and just... Shoom, shoom. Right. Yeah. Is there any food trucks? They have food trucks? For what they I've heard food. about Playa Linda, it's not really the kind of people you want to see. I would assume that your new oh. beach is not like... Yeah, it's, hey. it's not the uh, you know the Playboy models or the, the no, Sports Illustrated yeah. swimsuit models running around. No, yeah, no, yeah. It's Grandpa who yeah. just doesn't wear pants at home either. He's like, so. you know what? If I don't have this to wear pants here... Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I'm a little down. sand up in my crotch, brother. Now it's good and fine. <laughs> What's in this box? Uh -oh. oh, yeah, we have another box. This box. What's in this box? I, we have not opened this box. This has a lovely face on here. And a lovely face there. Know, yeah. Lovely face everywhere. Yeah. Lovely. This is from our friend Lenny, Lenny and Owlier. Yeah, Owlier Cigars. Owlier Cigars. He was doing a Facebook Live last week, and I was the only one in the live. Yeah. <sighs> so apparently I got one a prize for being in the live. See what we got here. See what we got from old Lenny here. Open you know, it carefully. I got to tell you, I like the prizes. I like my getting prizes. Lenny is a fucking awesome guy. He is. You remember what he did last time we were there? I do. That was that was very nice. What did he do? Uh, he had some SD Dupont. Oh, lighters. I was about to tell that story. Well, please, it's your yes. story. You go ahead. So. There was an ST DuPont lighter that I really liked. It actually orange. I think it was orange. It was orange and black, and it reminded me of my father. Oh, yeah. So that's why I kind of gravitated towards it because my dad would always talk about this Stingray that he had. This core. Oh, that's right. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't get the orange connection at first, but now orange. it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, it was pumpkin orange, but you know, but yeah, yeah. for whatever reason, this lighter kind of triggered in my mind. I'm like, wow, that's really badass. That's very cool. And then you know, a few weeks later, he sent it to me. I thought he really? gave it to you where we were there. No, no, he shipped oh, it. Oh, did he ship it? Yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. All right, we have okay. hats. Oh. No, we, can't, we can't lay these down on the, yeah, on the counter. Not on the table. Not on the table. Look at this. We, oh, oh, there's only two. Only, only two. two hats. There's only... These people need to two, get on the program. Two is the number of goods to send. Three. As we, can I set it on the paper? On as, the, no, no. Can as I we, rest it on the cup? No, no. Uh, yeah, as long as it doesn't touch it. There you go. As long as we... Uh, look at this. Look, it's lovely. Huh? Give me three. Oh, no. Three. There's more. There's more. Fantastic. Oh, I love, I love the hats. We have a note. Rocking the hats. Phil's the best. I can't wait for this <laughs> note. <laughs> look. Look at all the goodies. So look at this. We have, oh, a lighter for you. Oh, look at this. A Lenny-approved 
cutter oh, for this you. Is very nice. We have a lighter for me. Oh. A cutter. Oh, I also got a cutter. He's one by far one of the fucking best guys in the industry. Yes, yes. Oh, that's Phil leaving. That was, that was, that was Phil. Phil just left. We have two regular Lenny stickers. Two reflective Lenny oh, stickers. Oh, holograph. I like it. Holograms, right. Oh, two for St. Patrick's Day. Oh, fair how, Patrick's how festive. How festive. Oh, look at every holiday he's covered here. Two for Christmas. Oh, the oh, fucking gifts keep Lord. coming. <laughs> <laughs> and two for Easter. Oh, oh what a the nice. Easter one is fantastic. Let's see what the card says. It says, Palmer, I am sending this to you. Please share with Mike Step. Oh, uh, well, uh, he tried to spell Step on coverage. I think he put every letter for the alphabet on here. I'm very sorry you never got a hat. Um, unlike some, <laughs> unlike some assholes, I recognize the importance of proper headgear. Excellent. He's trying to get one from Terrence. I know. So that's nice. Thank you, Lenny. That's very nice. Of you. Lenny. Very nice. This is a nice. I job. too. I've never received. You two oh, recognize good headwear, uh, headgear? Nope. nope. Okay. This has a punch. This is nice. Yeah, just so Lenny's aware, Did if I was Terrence, I would give him a, a hat. Uh, I like when they have the little yeah. windows so you can see if it was inside yeah. of fuel or yeah. not. So that's oh, very that's nice. nice. Very nice. Lenny's a good dude. He is. And these, these are, are the idiot-proof mm. cutters. There are times where I'll just call mm. Lenny just to talk. Yeah. And we'll, you know, we'll have an hour conversation and the guy fucking makes me laugh so hard. Sometimes <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to piss myself. Like I have, I have started to cry sometimes. With some he is, he's a very funny man. Some of the shit that he says, like I'm starting to, I'm like, stop. I'm fucking tearing up, man. It's hilarious. Awesome. That was, that was nice. Thank you, Lenny. Look, we're right on time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I guess shop of the week would be owlier then. Oh yeah. Shop of yeah. the week and listener of the week. And listener of the week would be Lenny. Shop of the week, Owlier Cigars yes. in Arizona, right? In Arizona. Mm. Listen to the week, Lenny. Lenny Smeagol. Smeagol in Arizona. Mm. Love right, him. And uh, what, uh, Four Finger Fred, your father. Mm. Four, <laughs> well, he's got a new dog, Lenny. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. His name is like, uh, ooh, it's like Luca or something. Luca? Yeah. But I call him Henry. Henry. So whenever he posts... <laughs> He's just roaming over there. He's taking right Whenever he posts, I always yell of the dog. I go, Henry, in all caps. That's oh, Henry. That's nice. Yeah. So, all, all right. right. What do we got next week? Anybody? Are we calling anybody on the phone next week? We are. Who are we calling? Are we really? Yeah. Oh, who are we calling? Alex. Alex Trebek? Alex Trebek. He's dead. No, Alex from uh, Romacraft, the Nika Sueno. Operation. Oh, are we really? Oh. Yeah. Nice. yeah, he hit me with the message today. He's like, hey, let me know if you have any questions or anything that I could run by Skip or whatever. I'm like, fuck no, dude. I'm not giving you anything. I'm going to ask some questions, and we're going to see how you do. Uh-oh. You may or may not be employed afterwards. It's oh, you put him to the test. It all depends on how you respond and answer. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be like, so how's it working with Skip? <laughs> it's going to be, be honest. Is he, what kind of gas does this car take? Yeah. Uh, so... How often do you rotate the tires? Does he beat you? You know, like, I want to know. I gotta, I'm got. i going to ask the hard question. Does questions. he make you feed the monkeys? Yeah. Do you have to go to the house and stand on the third? Are you in charge of picking up the poop now for Buster? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's it like walking Buster? <laughs> you know? uh, it's funny. All right. This has yeah. been episode 286 of the Cigar Hustler Podcast. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.